Unfiltered Sports Talk on the Rob Brown Show, ESPN Upstate. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. The Rob Brown Show is right here on your radio, ESPN Upstate, 22 minutes after the 1 o'clock hour. And as promised, time to talk a little high school football. Big games coming up this week. Greer at Greenville, Greenwood at Lawrence, Burns at Spartanburg, Malden at Hillcrest, Eastside at TR, and a whole lot more. And to talk about that, I'm bringing in a couple of gentlemen that I've made friends with off the air. And, of course, uh, glad to have them on the air now as well. They run a site called Moving the Chains, which you can find them on Twitter at twitter.com slash moving. No G, Moving the Chains. Facebook.com slash Moving the Chains. They're also on YouTube, Instagram, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Radio.com, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. My man Kevin Thomas is with us. My man John Epps is with us. Fellas, what's happening, y'all? Happy football season. Rob, dude, it is time to play some football, man. I'm so pumped for tonight. Yeah, high school football. Uh, you know, we there's been question marks. We didn't know if we were going to be getting high school football. We didn't know if it would be happening in the area, around the country at all. Uh, and here we are with a slate of five games right here in the upstate. Uh, so, I, basically, guys... I just want to hand the reins to y'all. Unfortunately, I don't have a ton of experience with high school football. I am. This is going to be my first uh, first weekend getting into it. Uh, walk the people through some high school football this weekend, fellas. Yeah, you know, Rob, this year with this kind of being delayed about four weeks back from where we usually start, that means week one is super important. You know, the way the regions are getting restructured with the playoffs and whatnot, you're seeing, you know, at most two teams making the playoffs out of each region. So if you play a region game week one, and you lose, you're behind the eight ball. So that's why, you know, John, I put together some of these bigger games here um, to kind of talk about in the update in week one. The game that will be at tonight, Greer and Greenville, huge 4A matchup. You know, John, kind of give us some background on last year if you got it, and uh, we'll kind of talk about that game and go through that one. Yeah, so last year this game was played at Greer High. Greenville came away with the shutout in that game, winning 16 to nothing. And that was in route for a very good season for Greenville. Last year, they won 10 games. They went 10-3, and three, made it to the third round. And Greer, on the other hand, you look at them on paper, you know, they got shut out in this game last year. They went 4-8, and eight, but they still made it to the playoffs. They pulled off an upset in the first round. And what both Greenville and Greer have in common from last year their season both ended at the hands of state champs Wren in the playoffs. So Greer, uh, they come into the state uh, preseason poll number eight in the top ten poll, Greenville fourth. So it should be a really good game between these two. You know, there's a lot of good talent on both of these teams. You know, Greer's got a couple kids. Uh, Jaleel Skinner getting some big-time looks as a tight end. Uh, got a lot of big offers already from you know, South Carolina, FSU, LSU, and the like. Uh, Greenville has a big-time lineman, Colin Sadler, getting a lot of offers from clubs in an SC and Bama and whatnot. This game is going to be very interesting. You see, you know, both teams are kind of replacing their quarterback. Uh, Greer's got a kid, uh, Hollis, who's back. Played a little bit last year, very athletic for them. And then you look at Greenville, you know, they're losing their quarterback. Goodman goes uh, goes on the collegiate level. they got a Franklin kid who should be pretty solid there. The big, uh, the big thing that Greenville got going for them is they got a couple big recruits coming up from Hillcrest. The Scott, uh, Scott brothers, A.C. and Aries, really good uh, talent there on the defensive line. John, what do you think is going to happen this year? How do you think the game's going to play out tonight? You know, I think with this game being in Greenville, it's going to be 
you know, um, comfortable for the Red Raiders, getting to play at home. They're coming off a really, really good season. And I think, you know, both of them have a lot of talent with Sadler, Greenville on the offensive line, and then Jaden Collins, a 12th grader. He's actually a Wake Forest commitment, offensive tackle for Greer. I think that's going to help both teams out being able to get some good blocking up front. But I think I like Greenville in this game. I think they're just uh, the better program right now. Um, I think it's going to be a really close game. I, I think it'll be a one-score game. I don't think we'll see 16 to nothing again. But I think it will be uh, a game that Greenville is able to pull out toward the end. I think they just have a little bit better talent, and they're just in a little bit better shape right now. Yeah, I think they got a few more uh, pieces coming back than Greer does. So at the end of the year, it's maybe a different, different story as far as he's better. But week one, you got to lean on the team with a little more experience. That's Greenville. Uh, let's move on to Greenwood at Lawrence, John. Both in 4A this year. Lawrence drops down. Lawrence was a very good 5A program last year, taking a step down to 4A. They're ranked 10th in the preseason poll. Greenwood is ranked 6th. Lawrence won last year by two scores. Uh, you know, this is a, a kind of an odd game here because Lawrence, like they had a great year last year, their head coach, Chris Liner, is going to actually take over as the head coach of Greenwood this year. So, big change there. What, what do you like out of this ball game here, John? Yeah, it's going to be a really exciting game. And this is this game kind of wraps up what is going to be so exciting about the high school football season this year. You've got two teams in Greenwood and Lawrence. They were both pretty good 5A teams last year. And now they both find themselves down the class in 4A. And really big props to the rest of 4A. They come in ranked 6th and 10th in the state. So we're talking about two basically 5A schools. They're not even the top five. Either one, not a top five team in the state. <coughs> down to 4A. And Lawrence is the team they went 9-2 last year. I mean, they went to the second round yep, of the playoffs. Yep. Greenwood was a 6-5 and five team. They made it to the playoffs as well. Both of them getting knocked out. Uh, Burns getting knocked out by, or Lawrence getting knocked out by Burns, and then Greenwood getting knocked out by Dorman in the first round. So they, you know, they lost the two really, really good programs in the playoffs too. But I think these are two high quality teams, and it's cool. We'll, we'll be in 4A this year, mixing it up with everybody else in that class. You know, my favorite player in that game is probably the quarterback at Lawrence, uh, James Roth. That kid has the potential to be a, uh, you know, either group of five or power five quarterback here in the future. R- r- throws a really good ball, really athletic. Um, y- you got to wonder, at least I do, how much, you know, Coach Liner going from Lawrence to Greenwood, you know, how much of an, of an, of an advantage does that give Greenwood as far as knowing some of, you know, the players that Lawrence has had? Or do the Lawrence kids come out, come out fired up that, you know, kind of they want to beat their old coach? It's going to be a, kind of a toss up there for me. Yeah, and I think, and you know, I'm, Completely guessing here. I could be way off, but I think getting to host at least your first game with everything that's going on, how weird and different everything is, getting to host and getting to play at your home stadium, not having to get on a bus and go through all the protocols and you know being careful and, and thinking about really thinking about things other than the football game. And I think getting to host, you know, especially up for Lawrence in this game tonight, having a little bit more comfortability going into the game, I think could play could play big. Whether it makes a difference or not, who knows? We'll see tonight. But I think that will help out Lawrence and all the home teams this week. One thing I'm looking into is just I wonder how much of a home field an advantage there will actually be this season with you know, 
so few fans. I know there's like, you know, 12%, 13%, whatever it is. How much is it actually going to affect teams? Who really knows? That's kind of up for debate still. Let's move on, move on now to a big 5A matchup, uh, a region conference, a region matchup between Burns and Spartanburg, John. Give us kind of a background on that game last year and how those two teams turned out. Yeah, so this was – last year was not your classic Burns-Spartanburg kind of game. You expect two big-time historic programs to really be um, going toe-to-toe at it. And Burns ended up just blowing out Spartanburg last year. The, the talent gap was pretty wide, and it might be pretty wide again this year. You know, Burns won that game 41-3 to last year at Nixon Field. Spartanburg's coming off a 3-7 and seven season. Burns 11-2, and two, which they made it to the third round. So Burns, you know, clearly the much better program right now. But, Kevin, Spartanburg's got a different coaching staff this year, and maybe things turn around a little bit for the Vikings. Yeah, you know, longtime Spartanburg coach Chris Miller is now gone. They have uh, hired Mark Hodge away from Chapman. He's won multiple state championships over there at Chapman. Had a great program over there in the um, at the 3A level. So it's set up to the 5A level. It's a little bit different test here for him, but we're interested to see how that turns out for him. Burns has kind of had a resurgence last couple of years under Coach Reggie Shaw. Um, they've had some good some good teams there the last several years, but this year they lose their quarterback. They lose Lawrence Scott. They lose their running back. They lose Rajay Harris. They lose Chris Bird. They lose Buddy Mack. They lose their offensive coordinator Jordan Gura going over to Easley as the coach. Interesting to see how that team uh, kind of works in offense. Um, they've got a very good offensive line. Maybe one of the best in the state, led by Eli Henderson, Arkansas commit. They've kind of got a bigger quarterback this year, Braden Blackman. I think he's going to lean more on the running game this year. I think the Rebels will have done in the past. And I think that offense is going to be tough to stop on the ground for sure. Yeah, and this is going to be, you know, you look at this game on paper, Kevin, and you got the number five team in the state in Burns going to the new stadium in Spartanburg tonight, and you think, oh, wow, Burns is going to blow them out. But there's so much unknowns, I think, on both sidelines tonight. You talk about Burns losing a lot of their leadership, a lot of their talent from last year's 11-2 and squad, and then Spartanburg coming in with new coach Hodges. And if you guys have listened to any of us the past few years, I love the way Chapman plays football the last few years under Hodge. You know, they have a a little bit of edge to them, a little bit of nastiness to them, and they play with a lot of uh, a lot of attitude, we'll say. And I'll be interested to see if you know does that translate over to Spartanburg, or is that more just a a Chapman culture itself? I think that'll be cool to see tonight in that game. No matter how the, it turns out, yeah. you know, I still expect Burns to win that game. But how do these two teams look? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a game you can catch tonight on uh, ESPN Upstate. Obviously, you guys know that. Uh, listen here on 977, 971. Um, you know, I am very intrigued to see. Spartanburg has some good players. They have Seth Smith, the quarterback, is there. He's a good athlete. They got Raheem Geeter coming over from Greer, another good uh, quarterback with some offers, a younger kid there. I think Burns will win, but it'll be interesting to see what Spartanburg and Coach Hodge have uh, this season. Now, let's look at one of the sneaky underrated games for me this week, John. Eastside at Traveler's Rest, you know, Last year, both teams made the playoffs. Eastside, 8-3. Traveler's Rest, 8-3. Traveler's Rest kind of seen a resurgence the last couple of years. This game features, in my opinion, John, one of the most fun teams, one of the most fun players to watch in the upstate, and that is Marshall Skolal, the quarterback at Eastside. Absolutely. And this Eastside team, I got to watch them play last year. They were one of the most exciting teams in all the upstate, just the way they play offense, the way this quarterback, how talented he is. 
how he conducts himself on the field. Uh, it's very impressive, impressive group of East side on the offensive side of the ball. And this game, if we get anything like we got last year, it would be a really good game to go to. East side won 45 to 34. So a big, you know, high scoring shootout between these two teams, two really good teams last year as well. So hopefully we get more of the same, more same tonight up in TR. Yeah, that should be a good one. Um, you know, I think Eastside returns, I think, 12 starters. TR has about 13 coming back. So a lot of experience on both sides of the ball there uh, for both teams. So it'll be fun to see that game turns out. Like a lot of offense there. So if you want some points, that's probably the game to try to go to tonight uh, over in Greenville County. And then our final game of the week, John, a- another one of my personal favorites here, because just that you think usually play twice a year, and this year only once because of the shortened schedule, but always a very competitive ball game. That's the Golden Strip rivalry between Malden and Hillcrest. Uh, playing over, um, excuse me, playing over at Hillcrest High School tonight. Both these teams, you know, they haven't had the best teams in the past few years. They always make the playoffs, but they never like make a deep run. You know, Hillcrest won a state championship five, six, seven years ago, whatever that was. Now, the last couple years, the teams have been kind of hovering around 500. Uh, they'll make the playoffs. That's about it. But, John, these two teams may have as much talent as anybody will see this year. Just look at some of the, the college offers we've got. Yeah, especially with Malden. You know, the Malden secondary is going to be tough. You know, it, it'll be interesting to see who will, uh, who can contest Malden with having a better secondary. You've got Jaden Lucas at cornerback. He's – and most of these guys are 11th graders, by the way. He's already a four-star – Rivals athlete listed as a 6-2 cornerback. He's getting offers already from Clemson, Alabama, South Carolina, LSU, Georgia, and Florida State. And then at safety, you've got a a three-star, Deuce Caldwell, who's already gotten an offer from Ole Miss. So a ton of talent in the secondary for Malden. And it'll be cool to see because I think both of these teams are pretty even. Last year, Malden went six and six. They got in the playoffs. Hillcrest went five and five. They missed the playoffs. But Hillcrest swept. They swept the series last year. They won twenty-eight to seven and twenty-three to six. So you guys think Malden's looking for a little bit of revenge this year? Yeah, you know, and you didn't even mention some of some of the offensive guys that Malden has back. Uh, wide receiver Jameson Tucker. I think he's got some offers from I think Coastal and a couple other schools. Uh, George Ford back at running back. Plus, he's got some a new coach. Their coach left to take over at uh, Chapman. Coach Chapman is did. They've hired Sayer Naismith from the defensive coordinator position from them last year. So, good, uh, a, a good returning team for Baldwin for sure. Carol Crest, second year under coach Anthony Frady. You know, they're going to have their work cut out. So they, they replaced a lot on the offensive side. And like you said, that team swept the series last year. I just don't know if they've got enough coming back to beat Baldwin here in game one tonight. Yeah, you know, and this will be – given the amount of practice that all these schools have had, again, a lot like we saw with, with college football last few weeks and, and NFL to a degree as well, there's a lot of unknowns in these first games. And when you have a lot of these unknowns, what I think you lean on is just your pure athletic ability and your talent. And I think between Malden and Hillcrest, Malden has more of that. And I think that could be what makes the difference in this, this first game tonight between the two. Yeah, yeah, most of these games we've mentioned. Go ahead, Rob. Sorry. No, after you, Kevin. Go ahead and wrap up, guys. No, I was going to say, you know, most of the one thing we mentioned about all these games, these are all region contests. I mean, these teams, they've got to come out hot. They've got to come out firing. They've got to win week one so they won't be, won't be behind the eight ball for the rest of the year.
Yeah, shortened season. Obviously, right. we, we saw the impact of a shortened season on college ball and, and even shorter season uh, for high school. Kevin Thomas, John Epps joining us here on the show. They are both from Moving the Change. You can find them on Facebook at facebook.com slash moving the chains. No G in there, just moving the chains. Twitter, same address, moving the chains. Also on YouTube, Instagram, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Radio.com, et cetera, et cetera. Fellas, Great to have you guys along to talk a little high school football. We will do this every week if it's good with y'all because uh, some tremendous high school football here in the upstate. We're looking forward to talking more about it. I appreciate you guys. Thanks, Rob. Love it, Rob. We'll see you soon. Yes, you will. Hopefully on a golf course, hopefully in a high school football setting. That's, uh, again, John Epps, Kevin Thomas. You can follow them at Moving the Chains on Twitter and Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SpotifyRadio.com, et cetera. Uh, check them out. They are fantastic. Fantastic dudes. Those are golfing buddies of me and Diesel. Uh, and also the best high school sports coverage you're going to find here in the upstate. Quick break. We come back. We wrap up hour number two and sprint towards hour number three on a Friday. The Rob Brown shows on your radio. It's ESPN Upstate. <laughs> 